The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Week three. It's here. One and two. I'm not sure what to say. Maybe the Bear has a couple thoughts on that. But week three, Bear, I, I, I kind of like a lot of things here. And it, I'm, I'm trying to narrow it down right now. Yeah, you you were you were wound up when when I, I spoke to you earlier about it. Like, uh, last night I just got the text that we were trying to figure out Gonna have a guest on or not? No guest, just just Stephen nope. out today. Yes, sir. And, and and you're like, good. We don't need it. I love the slate, and I'm like, I'm glad one of us does. But I actually went through that. There are like six things that I uh, oh that that, uh, that did stand out that I thought were potentially playable. Okay, and we got a condo steamer this week. Um, and of it, course, we got some horse racing this weekend. We got some uh, the 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 2019-20 PGA Tour starts with the Greenbrier. Look at you. Just you just can't stop. But we both have that love to just look ahead. Like you know, last week I, I was saying it. You know, I saw Virginia and uh, I knew they were playing Florida State this yep. week, and I had that circled for over a week. So we will get to that. Um, I wanted to start with some housekeeping things. Everybody's talking about. Uh, I shouldn't say it. Not everybody. The new people, the new listeners. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, you know. Listen to the podcast and where the where you can awesome find awesome numbers column. by the way of the podcast. Yeah, so thanks, unbelievable, for the, massive numbers, record and, highs. And uh, for those who who read the column and the ESPN Plus stuff, since Steve and I have been branched out, we we've heard like unbelievable feedback, so a, a ton of new subscribers to ESPN Plus, and and that's the thing that like, people start talking about. Oh, oh I'm not paying four ninety nine a month for your picks or whatever. You're not just paying for our picks. Yeah, you're getting like the entire ESPN Plus catalog of all the great 30 for 30s and all those other games yeah. like when you want to sit on the bus on a saturday afternoon like i did two weeks ago and watch coastal carolina get screwed <laughs> with the pass interference penalty in the end zone you fire up espn plus and there it is there you go watch it for watch it live uh but yes that's, that's i just wanted to, to point people you go to the espn.com there's the chalk section it's on the top of the, you know one of the tabs where there's the sports that aren't one of the main sports up on the top of the page and our column will be there Thursday afternoons. I feel like it's around there, noon Eastern. Yeah. Uh, Dave Behrman's been doing a great job getting that out there. Um, but that, when we reference the, the column that we write, that's what we're talking about. ESPN.com, the chalk section. Uh, we also have a new producer. Uh, I'm not sure. We, we are, we are, we are Big Ten biased, I think, in this digital program. We go from Tarika and, and the Michigan State side. And now we got a buck nut. I'm already planning on blaming her this week if Michigan State loses. Ooh. All right, because I, I, I kind of like that. I'm, I'm sure Early lean. any, you know, you got to worry anytime you like go against a team the previous week and yep. you lose, and then you back that team the following week. Like that, that has to be like seventeen percent. Like, <laughs> I think I'm going against the odds this week with that. All we'll right. see. Uh, so Travis, uh, glad to have you. Terry's going on, um, guaranteeing bigger and better things yeah. than us as we're just the musical chairs here of a podcast in the digital department. Uh, and we also have enormous news. Enormous news. We do. T-shirts. They're in. Uh, problem is I haven't even opened up the boxes at my desk. Yeah. We got to figure out how to, the how other to, big problem is how, how the hell that? are we going to get these out to the people? Sick. We don't have a ton. Let's save this for the end. We could do some discussion about how we're going to do giving away t-shirts, but here's an idea for the first, I have an idea. First five people that take selfies with the bear and aims, they are getting t-shirts. That's a good one. All right. So 
when you're in Ames and you see the bear, where Friday you'll be out there, right? Be out there Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon. afternoon. Yep. Probably be throwing the ball around. Uh, I can't. I no. can't throw the ball much these days. Jack I'll, Trice. I mean, maybe I'll snap it a little bit, or I'll, I'll be the de- long snapper. I'll, I'll be yeah. the I'll be the designated catcher for Herb Street. There we I, go. There I don't we want, go. I don't want Herb Street to jam his thumb and be questionable on on Saturday. So I'll catch it, hand it over to him, and he can. Great. So the first five people that get the selfie with Bear, send that picture to us on Twitter, and then I'll I'll respond to you. Get your address, DM, and and we'll get you T-shirts out. First five in Ames. Thoughts on going to Ames? Also, I can, I'm fired up. Pullman esque? Are you expecting, expecting Pullman? I am expecting Pullman esque crowd and atmosphere. It's not going to have the same dynamic because of the whole what twelve year, fifteen years worth of the Wazoo flag that's yep. followed the show around. But uh, ever since like last year when, when Pullman was the next one to come off the yep. list, I'm like, well, there are eleven left, and I kind of ranked <laughs> the eleven Power Five schools, and I said Iowa State's I think would be the next one. Got it. And I'm I'm happy it is. So now there are only ten. It's, I, I love it. I've wanted this too. for years. The only thing that I, sucks, I can't stay sucks? for the game. No, you got bigger. You I got to go, 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 go with Kirk and Maria to, to Clemson right. Syracuse. You'll get the vibe. You will get yeah, the vibe. Yeah, I will, but I'd love to stay for the game. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm talk so about, pumped. Talk about late, night, late 90s, early 2000s Iowa State basketball. Oh. I'm still bitter about 2000. <laughs> yes, you are. Still bitter. I had them in the final. They were the second best team in the country. And how the hell did they get a two seed against Michigan State in the Midwest? And, oh, by the way, you gotta, you got to go play Michigan State in Detroit in the regional <laughs> final. And then get screwed on a call in 11 technicals later, ball game. Uh, the reason I'm so fired up for this and you guys to go there is because I – Pullman, I know how bad you guys were starving for it. Ames, they're starving. Yeah, they are. They're starving. We've even noticed the last couple of weeks that how that Ames Day sign yeah. that's been out there. Uh, it'd, so, it'd be great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, weather looks good? Yeah, weather looks great. Right? Okay, let's get into it. I mentioned I like this slate. It started last week, and I'm going to go right there. I, we walked out of this podcast last week, and I said, what is the line of the Florida State-Virginia game going to be? Because I don't care what it's going to be. <laughs> and that was before right. Florida State struggled this past week. Why didn't Monroe go for two and win? They w- do you think Northern Iowa should have went for two against Iowa State week one? Yes, you do. Yes, okay, I do too because they. Have mo- I like that quarterback. Um, I don't know. It's not fun row anymore. That's. I mean, <laughs> you're back to Monroe. If you're not going to go for two against Florida State and Tallahassee, you are not called fun row anymore. All right, this game has so many similarities to a spot last year where I went against the Knolls. And if you're asking right now, yes, I feel exactly the same about Florida State as I did my Louisville over last year for <laughs> season win totals. I am off of it. I am going to get my money back, and it starts this week. Okay, Last year, the Knolls went up to Syracuse and got embarrassed. Uh, they came off a week one loss to Virginia Tech yep. that was ugly on that yep. Labor Day night. Follow that up by was it Samford? Or Samford on Sam, Samford, Samford uninspiring home home win week thirty six twenty six against Samford. That was it. All right, and then they went to the dome where everybody was like, "What do we expect? What do you expect?" I love that uh, the team on on uh, in at home with Dungey Babers. The dome was not a good place to the Knolls last year. Syracuse beats them thirty to seven this year after the uh, escape last week against Monroe. Now they're going to Charlottesville, and you talk about a team that is hungry. Right. They're hungry. It's going to be a night game. Uh, Virginia, I mean, I was looking at the last I didn't realize they don't play this uh, less amount of times. You know who the last quarterback was to beat Florida State from Virginia? 
This is a good one for a Saturday show. Well, they they beat them the, the one of Mike London's year. They they beat him down. They beat him in Tallahassee. Mike London is the last coach to beat Florida State and that? the last coach to lose to Florida State. <laughs> who 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 was the uh, who Michael was, Rocco? Okay, yep. Beat EJ Manuel. I was, I was gonna say I know Mike Crow. It's definitely not Mike Crow. No, no, that was a long um, time ago. So I just it's the situation. Uh, yeah. We talked plenty about Virginia. I, I've loved this team. I've loved the the men and how he's molded this program. But I just don't think Florida State's ready for this. Uh, no. I don't think they have the personnel that's ready. I was wrong. I admit it. Um, Defensively, the personnel. I, I just, I mean, and they had to give the ball to Acres thirty six times last week, thirty six times against Monroe to win by one <laughs> in overtime. He's got fifty one, and he only had one hundred and seventy three or ninety three yards. He's got 51 carries in two games. I think that's way more than they were expecting. Uh, you know, we talked about plenty about the second half against Boise, but give me Virginia here. Lay the seven. Um, they're, they're giving up 15 points a game. Florida State, here's what they're two games. They're scoring 38 a game and averaging giving up 40. That's not good. I know it's the. The simple total defense stat, but I think they want next to last. Yeah, 520 yards of offense. Uh, Virginia comes in, averaging giving up 220. Now, I know what? Virginia hasn't played world beaters either. I just, there's a hunger factor to this team, and I just like the direction they're going in. The quarterback's a playmaker. They haven't seen anything like him. Bachmeyer was, was stood in there and made some throws against yep. Florida State week one. This is a totally different dynamic, and the defense is athletic. As long, I would like to see more. Uh, pressure on the quarterback when they don't have to blitz with Virginia on defense, but I think they still have the goods to to frustrate Florida State. Give me Virginia. That was way too long of an explanation. No, and play the seven. And it's a spot that Willie Taggart has not performed. His teams have not performed uh, well. And if you look at his two stops as a Power Five head coach, Florida State and Oregon, as a road underdog, zero and six outright, one and five against the number. Though the only time they covered was last year. When Miami was really still overvalued, and there was a twenty-eight seventy-seven comeback win yeah. uh, by the Canes, but the other five losses, they haven't come close to covering in any. Like the average margin of, of missing the cover has been like seventeen points. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if they have the, the the one last stand in them on on Saturday. Because I, 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 I'm with you. I'm I'm gonna stay clear just because in case they. But if I I would. I would uh I would align myself with you if um if I had to play the game. Let's go! I like hearing that. You up, sir? Don't you have to take Temple plus the seven oh, and a half? God, they're on my list. Don't you have to? They're on my list. I mean, I mean, I think Mar- I think Maryland's offense is really, really good, and we saw that coming a mile away last week. Um, but now you go on the road, off of that big win, you're ranked. Everybody's excited. Uh, you look next week. You're idle before yeah. the Penn State game in two weeks. Mm. It, it just feels like a kind of a difficult spot to to lay seven or seven and a half, whatever it is, on the road uh, against Temple. I don't have a, a super high expectation for Temple this year. I don't think this team is going to be as good as the ones uh, that Jeff Collins and Matt Rule had. But 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 I do think it's a home dog in this spot. Uh, against Maryland, a lot maybe some potential recruiting battles there to to, to help Temple's cause. Like it's not a home field advantage where they're playing. There will probably no, be no. more Maryland fans who drive up from from College Park to the game. Is two and zero ranked thirty exactly. Heck yeah. But it, it, this is just purely a a situational play. 
Uh, I'll bank on, on, on Temple's D may having a little bit more success against McFarlane and Jackson, that offense and, and the Owls offense makes, make enough plays to hang in there. And so I'll, I'll take Temple plus the points. Watching this, Maryland played Pigram and Kasim Hill last year at quarterback, and they're obviously not the most accurate throwers. The run game was kind of, I thought, similar. The way they, you know, ran, you know, made you run side to side across the field. But what Temple did was just bring those safeties all the way down and make them try and beat them throwing the ball. Maryland could not do that. This they, year they, they might be able to. That's I, the that, thing. And that's, that's the thing. New, new, new With Jackson coming in, uh, Loxley's, he, I mean, he's seen how many different looks. With, with those Bama offenses, he's seen plenty of looks. I just like the personnel that Temple has. They might have the best secondary in the American. Mm-hmm. Okay, their linebackers are awesome. So, I, I guess the jury's still out on Syracuse defense, right? After yes, that, I mean, and then we talked about the week before. Liberty went up and down the field a little bit. They just turned the ball over in the red zone. So, I think Temple has the goods to hang around in this game. I'm with you. Um, the, the issue I have here, okay, and this is really interesting. I'm, I imagine you guys will talk about this on game day. Three teams this week come into week three but had a bye week two. And um, it's TCU, it's Iowa State, and it's Temple. And I heard Matt Campbell in a press conference mm-hmm. this week talk about when he looked at the season, there was nothing more exci- made him more exciting than having a bye in week two, which I thought was pretty crazy because – that's just the ultimate coach knowing that he can yep. one game, yep, and that that that's way he can light into his guys and, and 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 make adjustments and just have confidence in his staff. That I found that amazing, but I'm not sure if that's the case for other three teams. If you, if you understand what I'm trying to I say, I totally. I'm, I'm glad you referenced that because I was going to talk about that with Iowa, Iowa State, in that, and I, I like Iowa State here. Okay. I think you're getting them at a little bit of a discounted price. I think if they beat. Northern Iowa by double digits, like most people thought they would. Mm-hmm. They're probably favored here, and now you're a home underdog uh, in a game where, look, this this maybe that game I think will serve Iowa State so well here. You go out, you don't play well offensively. Your defense played great, uh, but you don't play well offensively. You survive, and then as Matt alluded to, you get a week off to kind of like, okay, you see what happened, yeah. And now you know it's all in front of you. You got a, a team that two years ago you had the game won. Oh. What they allowed four ninety-yard touchdown drives. Ooh, I think run, in that game that was, was just ridiculous. And you get an opportunity here on a massive stage. And I'm, I'm sure they're. I'm sure Matt Campbell's biggest chore this week is going to try and keep everybody's emotions in check and, and focused on the game and just. Keep them from being too excited about the opportunity at hand, but but uh, I, I I like I like Iowa State on Saturday. I, I think I think they're the right side. Okay, so going back, we both are on Temple yes. plus seven and a half. Just to make that official, mm-hmm. uh, we were good on it last year when we when we agreed. We didn't start out the year. No, we got beat by a half point with Wake Forest uh, week one on that on that Friday. Um, Did we both have Temple last year against Cincinnati too? I think early early in the year when Cincy went in, they're undefeated. I can't remember. I know I did. I can't remember yeah, if you did it. And it totally wound up being the right. It, it won, but we were very fortunate. Temple's been pretty good to this podcast. Yeah, as has Matt Rule and Jeff yeah. Collins. <laughs> um, yeah. That's our you. circle. Yeah. We're, we're keeping it tight. I'm going to give you another guy that's going to be good to this podcast, too, in a little bit. Um, a, a, a young and up and humming, uh, up and coming head coach. Uh, all right. So we're belt on Temple. Are you making Iowa State yeah, official? I am, Whoa. Yes, yeah. 
That hasn't happened much. No, I feel I, like I, I, you I going to say, the game I, day? I, don't, I, don't, I usually don't like doing that, but it was a, it was a good opportunity, wow. a good segue. Side you talked, talk. about, you talked about Matt Campbell and the, and the three teams being off, so I figured, you know what? Let's just not bury the lead, and I'll, I'll, I'll be on. I'll be on the clones. You know what I think we have to do? What do we have to do? We have to rank our top five favorite head coaches, like next week. All right. All right. What do you think? I like that. You go five. You want to go ten, or three? Five. Okay. We'll go five. We'll go five. All right, next week power rankings of favorite head coaches. See, this is going to be tough because that's I mean re- it's, it's really tough hard. Because do and we, I'm going to get, t- I'm gonna get t- roasted. That's, that's I'm just the thing. Tell you I mean, that. if, I get if, I leave, if I leave one of my guys off, like as a friend, like how you know what we'll find out though. Find out who listens. Exactly. <laughs> Might be really humbling though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we'll be back with more picks. But first, a word from DraftKings. Week one is in the books. But DraftKings isn't finished celebrating with some huge fantasy football contests. For week two of the football season, DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football, is giving new users a free shot at over $1.5 million in prizes with your first deposit when you put in the code STEVE during sign-up. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, throw, and catch means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Just draft your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, all new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. That's some extra cash to play with this football season. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at over $1.5 million in prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use code STEVE. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. New users, don't forget to enter my code STEVE to get a free shot at over $1.5 bucks in prizes with your first deposit. That's code STEVE only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times play through. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. The underdog is howling. Uh-oh. Starkville, Mississippi. Ooh, early Chris kick. Kleiman? I love what I have seen out of the Purple Cats out of Manhattan, Kansas, the first couple of weeks. Skylar Thompson, passer rating leads FBS 97. They rank 12th in FBS in scoring 50.5 points a game. 11th in total offense, 547 yards a game. Third in rushing, 347 yards. Now, the opponents that they did those against, Bowling Green, they beat them 52-0. Not a terrible program. And Nichols, 49-14. If there's ever a coaching staff that I would put up there, like, it just as, you know, we, we love savvy players. We love tough players. The, this, this staff that came from North Dakota State, I would consider them the war dogs of a coaching staff. They're going to eat game film. They're going to do whatever they have to to prepare to win football games, and that's why I absolutely love the hire by Kansas State getting climbing. Okay, they're leading the country in average times possession, 42 minutes a game. All right, I have a trivia question for you. Do you know the last time the Purple Cats from Manhattan won a road non-conference playoff game? A a road non-conference game? You get this. You're sick in the head. I know. I think I know the answer. Go ahead. Is it the Kansas State team that went to the Coliseum and won? No. It's 2011. Okay. 2011 down in Miami. Yes, yep. sir. Okay. Look at this guy. 
That is that's insane, people. All right. I, I totally, I totally forgot about that game. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. They were, they were a big underdog too, somehow. Yeah. That, that was twenty-eight. That was in the early part, early part of the year where Miami was overvalued. Randy Shannon. Yep. You should get the hundred-dollar bill out and ask the guys on the desk. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. They didn't even look at me last week and re. I mean, that was like that was like a four-foot like tap-in eagle last week with Ober, Oberlin was the last in-state team to beat. I had one that I. <laughs> It was. I mean, that that's like that note gets recirculated like every oh the last in state team from Ohio to beat Ohio State was Oberlin in nineteen twenty one. And that that that's a that's a gimme. Now what I was gonna give them as a trivia question, but they didn't come to me last week to do it was Ooh. we're gonna talk about Alabama and New Mexico State. I was gonna ask them if they could name the defensive coordinator at New Mexico State. I gave that to you that's last right. week. And I had forgotten about it. My man. You know, we talked about it at length a couple of years ago when they made a bowl. Yep. How we gave them a pop. Love the towel. And, and you know, fast. and you know what I wanted to, uh, to look at too. And I was going to tie it in as well. I remember that Jags was a coordinator at Georgia State at one point. And I couldn't remember Ooh. if he was still at Georgia State this year. He's not. No. Nope. But I, I was going to say like the, the witness protection program <laughs> of like former BC head coaches. Like where, where, where have they gone? But yeah, good to see Spastel. How toasty did it get around? It was hot, man. It was hot. That's Texas. It was, hot, and there was, there was just no breeze. That, that was the biggest problem. It was just hot and still. Did you have like the little personal fan? Like I had no, I had no, no I, fan. I, I, well, no, I did not have a fan, but I did have one of the uh, the cool pack vests that I literally just like sat up against on my back <laughs> to to just. But the truck was nice during the game, right? Oh, the truck was beautiful. All right. Well, it was one of those where you walk, you, down. You, you take one step out and your glasses are totally fogged up. <laughs> it's great. What an atmosphere, though, huh? It was an awesome atmosphere. They've done hey, it. They've done it right down there. They, they have. With LSU with the win now, here, here, here's, a, here's a question for you. Yep. You still taking Alabama and Clemson versus the field? Mm. A lot of LSU love and hype this week. Yeah, I'm taking the field. Taking the field. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm with you. I, I, we I we like Georgia. Georgia. I'm with Georgia. Um, and I get Ohio State in there. Yep. Just saying. And Utah. Oh, no. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Big one next week. Next Friday night. Well, that, well, that's the, USC Hold gets on. the Holy War participants. Yeah, we got to comment on that one a All little right. bit later. Okay. All right. All right. But going back, I'm taking a dog plus seven and a half. I even saw an eight out there. But I, I think Kansas State has the goods here to hang around in this game. I think it can win the game. Uh, they got beat 31-10 last year in, in Manhattan, but Stevens is dinged up again, uh, for Mississippi State. I'm not, they lost a ton of NFL talent on that defense. And, um, I just, I think Kansas State's in a, in a great opportunity, has a great opportunity here, uh, to, to get, to get a, a win and, and, and a definite cover. So I'm going to take the Purple Cats. We're talking about our list of favorite coaches and such. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite coaches after last week, James Franklin. <laughs> Is there a guy out there that loves covering more than him? Yeah, the coach of Richmond. Did you see that, that one on Bad Beats? That, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to let your young people go on the road at a, a, a Power 5 school. Get some, <laughs> I, I, I watch if Richmond, goal. if Richmond's in an FCS playoff situation, you send that kid out there, you know, and he's, hey, kicked, he banged it, it he's kicked one at the gun before. All right. Build, build, build your special teams unit. Build some confidence. Know you can make a, a late game situation kick. Just happened to cost people 
The over the over and those who laid points. Incredible. That was awesome. Incredible. Uh, but so the, about big game, James. Don't they just name their score this week? I mean, you're, you're looking at a pit team offensively who their last four games against Power 5 teams, 54 drives, 27 drives without a first down, six turnovers, four touchdowns. I mean, they, they can't score. And I think the fact that Penn State started slow last week, I think that will help them again. It's kind of like Iowa State mm-hmm. against Northern Iowa. Like like the fact that they were couldn't get Buffalo off the field in the first half last week before finally damn burst and yeah. snowballed. That that will in, in this game and all the pit players off limits, no talking. You in the last couple of years, you know, you know. He is going to want to absolutely lay it on them, kind of like he did last year. If he has the and, opportunity, and, and, you know what's and coming. And it's seventeen. Yeah, like what's Pitt's max point total? Probably seventeen. 17. You don't think Penn State can score thirty-five at home? Forty. Forty burger. I mean, they've done it. Yeah. Um, that's that's an interesting one because I've heard some people talk this week about the the start of the season for Pitt. You get a big conference game against Virginia. You get jacked up for that. Yep. You went against them last week, right? With Ohio or no? That no, was I, 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 I toyed with money line. Van Pelt did money, money uh, line, with Ohio because you thought maybe there was a letdown before Penn State. I didn't agree with that. Yeah, philosophy, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just thought but, I didn't just didn't think Pitt was going to score many points, but their defense played well against Rourke. I just don't know about the personnel on, on the, the Pitt team. You know, it's just not up to. What I thought it would be, I love, I love. I mean, they got Whipple calling the shots. And I think a, a lot OC of people now. thought they would improve because they yeah. had being a coordinator. Um, so I, I, I can't argue with that pick. If that's a, if there's a double digit favorite out there that that's at home, my issue this week is I love the board, but I go against my given double digits on the road. There's a couple instances that I am not sure Uh-oh. I can do it with, and I'm talking about Oklahoma State because I love what I see from that offense, man. That at, and they're at Tulsa giving Skelly Stadium. Love Army this week at at the Roadrunners in San Antonio. Well, that was the thing last year after the near miss uh, against, against Oklahoma. They came back the next week and absolutely blew out Buffalo. Yeah, I so mean, there's going to be there's going to be no hangover. I for can't them. imagine how bad it sucks to play a mad Army team. Right. You know uh, what? We got to talk about that real yeah, quick, okay? That was... Because here's what I, I know: I know you're upset because you weren't happy with the Michigan offensive line, all right? But I will say this, all right? And I thought Clap made a good point on the broadcast: if you're a bottom power five team, why don't you adopt this system? Because when you get a team like Michigan that gave Army the ball, they gave them the ball four times. They sure did four times. It plays right into your hands. That. The, the, the analytics, the running the time off the clock, you, I, I'm shocked Michigan came back and won that game. So I did I. not, and, and it, I'm, it goes back to this. I thought Army's coaching staff did a bad job at the end of the game. I, uh, I agree. And I, and I know it, he's it was, kicking himself. It was one of those games that, like, you knew, you, I knew early on, I'm like, all right, it, once the officials screwed up the scoop and score and the, and the points came off the board for yep. Michigan and would have put Michigan up, I'm like, all right, this, this isn't gonna be meant to be because, at that point, you would have a defensive touchdown in addition to the two term. I'm like, right, this, this ain't happening. I'm on the, I'm on the wrong side. It's a loss. And that's when you're like, okay, just let Army win the game outright. Let, 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 let them win the game. How about throwing the ball down the goal line? Yeah, what are we, that what are was we doing? Bad. You, know, you guys don't throw the ball for weeks at a time. And you well, want to throw and, the ball and, the and goal a penalty line? on there as well. That, oh. that was, I just, I didn't like the, the end of the game, the clock management. I didn't like that. 
Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to give out Army this week uh, just because I think they're going to be mad. And uh, San Antonio was involved in our Baylor overpick last week, and they got shredded by Baylor, uh, who has Iowa State in two weeks. That could be an enormous game. Absolutely. Enormous. As uh, I said before the year, it was one of the games of the year that I'm most looking forward to. So I'll say, if I like somebody giving double digits on the road this week, it is Army. Back to me? Yep. I'm going to – a team that's been – Good to good to us. It went against in week one and wound up losing was Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Illinois, I think we're going to come to find out the, the two wins against Akron and UConn aren't exactly, like, I wouldn't go penciling in Illinois for a bowl game just yet. A word on UConn? Yes. I like the white helmets. All right. That's all I got. Double-digit lead could have been more last week. Uh, Peters has been okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're, you're laying... A touchdown again against a team that last year went on the road and beat Purdue, another Big Ten team, and uh, last week went to Kentucky and really weren't in the game. I- I'd be surprised if Eastern Michigan put together two two straight non-competitive performances against uh, a-, a Power Five team, especially in this spot. Like, I-, I don't, I don't think it. Illinois down a back got hurt again, right? Yeah, Nipsey get hurt again. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be running to the window saying, "Oh yeah, give me Illinois minus the points in this game." Anytime <laughs> I can re- break out the line, I'm going to have to do it. But I'll, I'll, t- I'll take Eastern Michigan plus the points here. Illinois going to be three and zero. No, I don't know. Oh, so, okay. We'll see. You like them that much? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Love it. All right. I'm Why gonna... not? It, it, that number. That number. Want to take a shot? All right. Love it. Um. I got a coaching name for you. Uh, I don't think he's going to show up on my list next week, but he might be there next year. His name is Will Healy, and he coaches at Charlotte. Yep. Uh, he dragged Austin P out of the depths of you don't even want to know. Where Andy Dufresne climbed through in Shawshank, <laughs> Austin P football was below that. Um, love Will Healy. Uh, unfortunately, they showed up. Did you see that first half bad beat against App State last week? Oh, my. Lord, that was gross. Um, they have UMass coming in to Charlotte this week. They lost to them last year, 49-35. Not real. I mean, the quarterback for Charlotte played in that game. Um, but I just I didn't throw that game out. Uh, Charlotte showed a lot to me last week against a good App State yeah, team. Yeah, put up a bunch really of Really good App State team. Um, the UMass offense against Rutgers, they lost to Southern Illinois. Uh, Walt Bell, I think it's kind of a tough spot. There's not a lot on that roster. It's thin to begin with. Uh, I can't imagine what it's looking like after two weeks. And Charlotte's just hungry, man. They had their best season last year uh, at 5-7, and seven, which tells you something. But then Healy comes in. The energy's been awesome. Uh, they play Clemson next week, so I think they're going to really want to <laughs> put a put a hurt in on, on the Minutemen. Uh, UMass is 1-6 ATS against Conference USA. But uh, Charlotte has plenty of goods, man. It was fourteen thirteen with a if you didn't see bad beats, it was fourteen thirteen with a minute ten left in the second half. Charlotte was getting thirteen and a half. They fumble. App State scores the next play. They go a quick three and out, and App State blocks a punt with thirty seconds left to cover the first half. The final score was fifty six forty one. App State wins. But I'm going to give the nineteen here with Charlotte. I would also, um, if you want to do both in a, in a game, uh, I would maybe tease down Charlotte in the over 
Uh, that could get you around 60, and you tease down to Charlotte, maybe giving less than 14. But I'll lay the – I think it's 19 right now. I'll lay that with the 49ers. I really like what I see from this program and this new staff. Uh, it was a great opportunity for him to go to. Uh, I thought it was pretty smart, you know, yeah. knowing what they had on the roster. I was say, they had some players five, last yeah. year. They, they were and, building towards, the, towards um, this year. They scored a billion points week one to get him his first win. So I like Charlotte this week. And we're going to lay I think UMass has the worst defense in the country. <laughs> I'll just oh, they made They made Rutgers' offense look like a uh, yeah. a juggernaut. Uh, Rutgers' offense, by the way, last week, that threw the ball oh. 41 times for 26 yards. It was one of those. Or 26 times for 41 yards. Whatever. I, I talked to earlier. I, I hinted about Michigan State against Arizona State and that the awful angle of like getting on a team that beat you last week. But huh. ASU, Arizona State is – is beating up all the offensive line. Uh, they have had a lot of problems in the red zone, punching it in, uh, and that's against what, Sacramento State and Kent State. Yep. Uh, now you have freshman a, quarterback, freshman quarterback, first road start now against mm-hmm. a really good defense. A revenge situation for Dino and, the, and those guys. Yeah, what time is this game? All, offense looked a whole lot. It's an afternoon game, four Eastern. Okay. The offense that showed up last week shows up. They're going to be hard to beat if you combine that that back and an efficient Lewerke with. With a really good defense, you just don't know what you're going to get week in, week out. But but I I just I, I guess I, I think the, the, the spot with revenge road freshman quarterback first road start against that defense. Uh, it, I've seen thirteen and a half out there. I've seen fourteen. So I I think this number will probably settle north of fourteen. It probably settle to fourteen and a half. I think so. I'd probably jump on this a little bit earlier in the week. But I, I think Michigan State's probably. Probably right. Saying again, another another double digit home favorite. That, that's not me at all. No, but it's not. Yeah, it's, I think it's the kind of week it is. But I will say, shout out to the people that got this at like eleven and a half, twelve. I think it opened at. Was that the I, headline? I mean, I, I, you can't go against Michigan State in this spot. I mean, all the, all the so. I mean, and you mentioned it. Good Lewerke is good. I just don't see a lot of it, and I, I, I still can't come to grips with what it is. We talked about. Plenty of times with the coaching staff changes that Dino made, um, but they're they're a wild card going forward. We know the defense is is pretty elite, um, so I I like this spot for Sparty. And if we lose, we'll I'll just blame our ex producer. There you go. It's, you Sorry, Terry. Pass the buck. It's uh, funny. It's funny. I say that about the whole. The it feels like that kind of week double digit favorite. Another one like no rank matchups, and the last time we had a week with no rank matchups in 2017. You had seven unranked teams beat ranked teams, including three that were double-digit underdogs. That's why we love college football, including Syracuse. Some people that don't like it that come into this. I know there are a lot of there are a lot of people that don't like. I I don't get. I don't don't get those people that don't like college football. Um, I'm with you. I'm. I'm. I've said it all podcast long. I love this slate this week, and I'm going to get to one of my final ones. And uh, this one is is tough to swallow. I I don't like the matchup. With Stanford going to UCF in Orlando, no, three thirty Eastern, ESPN. I don't, I liked what I saw from Davis Mills last week. I really did. But Slovis was incredible for USC, uh, and I just feel like this is a bad matchup for Stanford because UCF is just gonna they they're they're built to play these marathon spread games, and what I mean by that is that last week they had they had. Uh, five or six running backs on their roster get carries against FAU. They just rotate wide receivers in. 
Wimbush didn't play because Heupel said he wasn't really healthy. I think that actually helps their offense because and I, and did I hear they're going to want to throw the did ball. Did I hear home. Mac might be available yes, this week? Yes, he's, he's cleared and he is available. Um, the freshman Dylan Gabriel started through for 270, a couple long scores. That Killens kid, I, I think, has just elite speed. He's really good. Um, 500 yards in their first two games. They, you know, last week was the 28th consecutive time they scored over 30 plus. I, I, I don't like the matchup. I don't like going across the country. I don't think Stilford, Stanford's built for this kind of stuff. I mentioned that a couple of years ago when they played TCU in, a, in the, I think it was the Alamo Bowl. Alamo. They just, they, they're not built for these Could kind of game. teams. And I think it shows up, and I think a second half is going to be rough. Just like I, I feel like um, USC's offense is more structured. This UCF thing is way more uh, free running and planned out. Where they'll just—I mean—they'll bring in guys that just run go routes, and then they'll come off and they'll bring another guy and go route. So now what's happened? Third down, your corner just ran twice yep. on go routes, and guess what's coming again with a fresh body. <laughs> Like, they just do things like that, and that's what this up-tempo stuff does that you don't really get a chance to see unless you're there in person that the TV broadcasts don't don't pick up. How many guys these these teams play? So I would if it's 7.5, I would pay the 120, 125 to make it 7, but I would give 7 with UCF here. Yeah, we talked about this before, how this is, while Stanford certainly is not coming in, what, little out, another offensive lineman, I mean, they were really – Depleted team, like I, I said, this argue this could be the the biggest game UCF has played because they get a legitimate Power Five team on their home field, mm-hmm. and there are no excuses of oh the game didn't mean anything, but, and this is like their whole fight, and now you get an opportunity to to put and, and I think what you're going to see from UCF is they if they continue this undefeated run, you're going to wind up seeing a lot of comparative scores like oh. Well, we beat FAU worse yep. than Ohio, and even though Ohio State pulled everybody and stopped scoring after the first quarter, or well, we beat we beat Stanford, blah 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 blah. And how did Oregon or Washington, whomever, do uh, against Stanford? So I, I think the game matters a lot yeah. to, uh, to to UCF, and, and another another home favorite. But I like this one uh, a, a good bit just because I think it's a square underdog on the other side, and, and it's Washington. Uh, Blowing that lead last week against a really good Cal defense, and that that loss, that that win, really, I call it a loss because it was a loss for me with my uh, Cal season win total. But uh, now yeah. you face a Hawaii team who defensively they're not good. They're they, first in the Pac-12. Yeah, sure. They beat they beat the two worst teams in the Pac-12. <laughs> Great, congratulations. I love Rolovich tweeting out the Rose Bowl side. That was but now they've got that's awesome though. Love good. It. good Good for him, but I mean, now you're you're going against a team. All Washington has done in the last these are the types of teams that Washington just builds up stats and points and wins on. It's what they've done the last two years in the non conference in games like this. I think because Hawaii people are going to see it all two and zero against the Pac twelve. Mm. Now they're on the road, and oh my god, they're a twenty one point underdog. I don't think it's going to go well up there. Remember, remember a couple of, it was last year where BYU went up there. I think it was oh, maybe off of the win against Wisconsin, and people were like, wow, why is BYU like a yeah. 16-point or whatever it was, and they didn't threaten. Uh, I think I think you're going to get a similar type game here where Washington, this is this will be up, this will be more up to Jacob Eason's speed than uh, than that Cal secondary and that Cal defense. I, I think the UW names here score, and they get right on, on Saturday night. How are we going to look at that UW loss in, in two months from now? 
That was terrible. I know. It was. It was so terrible. I know, I know the circumstances were weird. You can't lose that game. But no, short, but just that's the idea that's what play it. why they play it? That's what short field goals do for you. Yeah. I I just, I'm sitting there obviously yeah. pretty upset at, at watching Stanford get blown out. And I see, on, like, Chris Peterson just announced uh, they're going to kick this game off at 1030 Pacific. I'm like, oh, my God. Why? Then I didn't realize they only played five minutes of the game mm-hmm. to start. So, like, what it was I, the what, entire game? What was the point? Um, so I just think that's a that's a that's a tough loss. Obviously, Washington knows they have work to do, and they still have a whole thing to go play. Yep. With. They go get Utah. They still have Oregon. They still have plenty to play with. But that was just a tough, just just uh, I, I don't. Can't be. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I like. I like your pick. You're, you're right, especially with all the talk about how they didn't want to play late starts and yeah. yeah I know people just, already there, but are, are they, are we're like, why wouldn't you just say, hey, let's play it tomorrow? Or I mean, maybe you can't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what. Like, how does that work? Why start can't the game you? at ten thirty local? I mean, it was ridiculous. So bad. Um, you have. I, I, I also am looking at Navy. Uh, they're playing our ECU Pirates. I know. How's ECU's rush defense? Are they going to be any better this year? That's, I, I, that's what worries here's, me. Here's the deal. I love I love the hire. We talked about that mm-hmm. before the year. That's why we like the ECU. That's why he was hired. Okay. Why, games like this is why he was hired. I just don't think he has the personnel. He knows what to do to stop the option. I just don't think he has the personnel to to stand in there and and go snap for snap with them. So uh, I'm 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 leaning Navy here uh, pretty strongly. Uh, just looking at the slate, you have more. No, those those are those okay. are the ones. Uh, we got a comment. USC that that line reeks. They're given four. In one of Provo. the one of the better better as I know really loves BYU to win the game on the field. Yeah, I I I, I don't. I, I said I don't know if I can get there, but he he pointed to the Utah thing next Friday night. Slovis now on the road off of that huge game. And I, I, just to play devil's advocate, I was like, yeah, I know BYU won last week at Knoxville, but that was that was an insane ending as well. I'm, am I crazy to think that BYU's defense is better than Stanford's? At home? Did pretty good against Utah. Oh, yeah, well there. I thought so. That game was weird, too, with that delay. I mean, it was yep. over, basically, but it happens. But that score before the half was enormous. Um, But I just... This is, I mean, everybody. I mean, a week ago, everybody was talking about how daunting this 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 next five game slate for USC was. That's right. Yep. You know, and now now it's like, oh, they have the goods. They have the goods. I'll tell you right now, offensively. Although Carr still, it's a shame. He's well, I was going to really say right, right, running back. I'd still be a little concerned about. They got receivers. They they, they got receivers. But, but, but I, got I, nice I, I think running back too. will be the issue for them, and and in the secondary. Um. All right. So I. I think in my office pools, I gotta, I gotta go with the home dog there. Um, you know what's a weird number this week too? Colorado Air yep. Force. That's uh, that'll be on winners tomorrow night, guarantee. Oh yeah, no doubt. I, I the problem is I haven't. I know what Air Force has coming back this year. Problem is I haven't watched them. Like if I, if I knew how good that offense was going to be, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's it's a they could win that game. And that number is just really low, and that'd be a horrible loss for the conference. And like, you know, yeah. and you know, the world is going to have Oklahoma versus UCLA this week. How about those ticket prices? <laughs> our yeah. our friends at Vivid Seats they have that as fifty two percent UCLA, forty eight Oklahoma, 
Sorry, guys. Just say there are there that's are going to be there are no ticket prices. That's got to be that's going to be over sixty percent. You saw you saw what UCLA Oklahoma. did right to the season. Yeah. Of the old. I mean, that's they're, they're telling you right there. Just please, we need anybody at the game. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. Uh, Bama. I'm curious about this game. Okay. Again, I, this is it's it's silly to base it on two games. Something doesn't feel right there. Look right. Right. Okay. I, I agree with I, that. I don't know if it's just the offensive line still needs to come together. I don't know if it was the, the running game because of having their better running back suspended against Duke early on. Mm-hmm. Something. I don't know. I don't get the best vibe. Something just seems off. Okay. Yeah, again, that could be just overanalyzing, overreacting me, uh, looking into something. But interesting to track as, as the year goes on. Where's the blowout? Who's the blowout this week? Give me one. Hmm. LSU's given 51 to Northwestern State. Think Coach O's going to do that to his alma mater? <laughs> Notre Dame and Bob Davey coming in. They probably just can't help themselves. Well, Bob, Coach Davey's healthy, but not going to make the trip. Mm-hmm. But uh, with, with Georgia next week, but, I mean, Notre Dame's got a ton of injuries on offense. Yeah. A lot of points. So you're, you're going to be getting back. Awesome up. story with Georgia wearing pink for Blake yep. Anderson's wife. Totally. That's going to be fun in, in Athens. Uh, interested to see that. Arkansas State, I think, can score a little bit. But um, I think the blowout could blowout could be in Seattle. Okay. Are they still ranked? They are still ranked. Yeah, they hung, they hung, in, they hung, they hung in there. You hate it. They hung in there. You don't like Oklahoma, huh? I wouldn't let. You know how I am. I hate being on public sides like yeah. that. I mean, I, I, Oklahoma is going to be a massive public side this week. I know what we have to comment on. What do we have to comment on? Your... Oh, 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 you know, you, you know, you know what could be. Auburn Kent State could be oh yeah that's a lot thirty five that that could be another another blowout I don't know how Kent State's going to score okay three words mm-hmm. your Indiana Hoosiers come on I was I was I, looking this is the this is the first time since like twenty twelve it's less than twenty one I, I I was sitting home last night just I was watching um <laughs> watching TV and the phone rang and I saw. It was late. It was ten forty-five or so, and saw three one seven caller ID pop up on the phone. Uh oh! And I'm like, I'm not answering. I know, <laughs> I know what's going on here. I know, I know someone's lonely out there in in Indiana, but I'm not giving them the time of day. I'm just ignoring this call. As much as it's as tempting as it is, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this three one seven call go to voicemail and ignore it and. And, and just, just, just let Indiana, just let IU be on their way. <laughs> no temptation whatsoever. How about Stoops losing his quarterback at Kentucky? You know that, that sucks. I was going to pick them to win that game because they, they, they would have a chance because without, without Tony and without Henderson, two massive losses for Florida. Sindelar out of Purdue. Yeah, there were some people that might. Be happy. I don't want to say happy. No, no I, say, got you. I don't want to say happy. Optimistic that, with the but, but I was gonna I say they, they, they're confident. Is he a true freshman. I believe he's. I know David Bell, the receiver. I don't know if the yeah. quarterback is or not. Um, they're 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 a small home dog against TCU, right? Yes. 
That's interesting because I don't, I don't think he's used that. We don't know. We don't know. Earlier we don't know anything about yeah, him. No, they played what, and, and, Pine Bluff yeah, week and, one. And, and Brom's been great as a, as a home dog, and Moore mm. had, had a monster game one. last week. Yeah, that uh, was an interesting number. Hughes, you'll be there. Thoughts? I have no idea what to think of them. Maryland was that good last week. Yeah. It, and, like, you could say Maryland could have done that as well as they played, could have done that to X amount of teams. I don't know. Uh, I thought Syracuse was pretty fortunate to be a ranked team coming into the season, yep. but obviously we know what that is. It's bowl, It's momentum. I call, always call it fake momentum. Bowl win. Oh, uh, we love bowl momentum. So, I, is, uh, did your thoughts change at all on Boise? No, that was that was predictable. Okay, one hundred one hundred and eight plays in the heat. Travel car cross country. Friday kick headlines ranked that. And Marshall, oh by the way, is good. And that, that, that's the other factor in here as well. That's not a bad team that they played at all. So no, no, no nothing, nothing changes in my opinion of Boise. That was there, there were a lot of good, smart people that were on Marshall last week, and I and I probably should have been as well. But missing that, realizing the the weird week with moving the game and the and the heat and the travel back short week that that was that was a tough spot for Boise. Okay. For them to win that game actually showed me a lot. All right, is there a game so far this season that if you that you have been less excited to watch than Wazoo in Houston Friday night? <sighs> We're keeping track of this one for the year, by the way, Travis. Less excited, less excited, or more excited? There's not a game that's that's you would rather not watch than this to date. Oh yeah, no, I, I want no part. I love, I love, I love my my, my folks in Pullman, but I want, <laughs> I want no part of watching that. That's I do want to watch North Carolina Wake Forest. Absolutely, we'll see if the heels can do the uh, do the triple three three and zero to three and zero to start the year. All three wins coming as an underdog. And this only, is a non-conference game. Only 14, and it's a big game for for us. Yeah. I love that these two teams did this, though. Absolutely. This it, is awesome. They're playing to, a non-conference yep, game. I know they're both to, in the ACC. Supposed to play in Elon or whoever yeah. down there. Let's, let's play each other. It's good. It's good for the state. Good for the good for the fan bases. Michigan bye week before Wisconsin. I'm going. They, I'm going to Madison. They had, they had Offensive line looked bad. Rice pushed Rice controlled the line of scrimmage against Army. Mm-hmm. And Michigan couldn't do anything. Turnover quarterbacks a turnover Turnovers machine. Couldn't running get, back couldn't to get two McCaffrey freshmen in the game who I don't, is he a difference maker? No, he's not. Receivers. I mean, yeah, maybe uh, maybe this will be the week they get Donovan People Jones back. I think we've said that like every week for the last three years. Uh, substitute Donovan People Jones or Tariq Black. Like, I don't know, man. It, I don't know if they're that good. I don't see myself being able to take them on the road in Madison. But you know what? I'll be there. And that'll be awesome. I can't wait. Is Big Ten Scotty going with you? Uh, TBD. Okay. TBD. Uh, that's an 11 a.m. local kick, too. So that's going to be... Yeah, that We got curfew Friday night for that one. No, there's there's no curfew there. Wando's, you got to shut down no, early they, they, for They me. will not shut down. Maybe midnight. Anything else? Ames, let's do it. Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm ready for Ames. What 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 um Here's the money line parlay I thought about for this week. Okay. Last week's hit. Uh the, the favorites that I have a hard time seeing lose. Uh BC, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Penn State, Georgia, Alabama. 
Michigan State, Washington, Clemson, Oklahoma. I haven't done the math on the money line yet. I don't know if all the money lines are up yet. But that, that seems like that'll probably get you close to 50 cents on the dollar. Uh, I would think, I think last week's was like, was like 64 cents on the dollar. So this one would probably be a little less, but it won, which is it's all that matters. And when, when sometimes when you throw Bianca Andreescu in there is a $2.20 underdog, it pays a little bit more. <laughs> uh, BC then, almost made my list because I, I, with Charlotte money line last week, I watched Kansas. Whoa. It's mm-hmm. not pretty. I think BC does their thing. I think the teaser will be Charlotte, BC, Penn State. That's your teaser. All right. The Big Mike Happy Recap. I am going UCF minus seven. Pay the extra quarter if you got a minus 120, 125. UCF minus seven. Charlotte minus 19. Kansas State plus seven and a half, plus eight, right around there. Take that. Temple plus seven and a half. Take that. And Virginia minus seven. Uh, also like Army minus 17, Navy minus, or yeah, Ma- Navy minus seven. We'll see what makes the column your pick, sir. Uh, Temple plus a seven and a half. Penn State minus a 17. Iowa State plus a two and a half. Uh, Michigan State minus 13 and a half is still available. So we'll go with that number. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Washington minus uh actually is a twenty and a half out there as well. We okay. like tw- we like twenty and a half. Take a shot of maybe on the money line uh, with, with some dogs there with uh, Air Force, Eastern Michigan, Temple. What do you think about North Texas as a double digit underdog that can win outright against Cal? Coming off Cal coming off of that weird week and that big win. I just throwing a random one out there that I just I, I just have more confidence in Wilcox as a defense. They're guy. good. They're, he's awesome, man. They always have guys around. It's it's crazy to me how that how that works out. Uh, I also uh, like Oklahoma State money line pick of the week for an underdog. I might think about Liberty. They're getting five and a half. Yeah, that's an interesting. I thought about that too. That's a that's an interesting game. I can't take West Virginia. Ooh, they're can't bad. Do it. They are bad. They're not a lot there. They are bad. They they. they you like Eastern they Michigan? might they might go over the Big Twelve. Oh, they're terrible offensively. They, they they're, got, they're, they'll beat Kansas. Well, I, forgot, yeah, I yeah. forgot about I forgot about Kansas. I'm sorry. You're right. Somebody asked me about FAU Ball State. I got no clue. No, yeah, I, I haven't seen a second to Ball State this year. Which usually I'm pretty dialed in on my lower to mid level MAC teams, but <laughs> not. What about the Greenbrier? But while you're while you're looking, what Greenbrier? Green, maybe DeChambeau to finish top ten might be worth a look. Reed, Patrick Reed, Scotty Scheffler, thirty to one might be worth a look as well. You potentially. I love uh, how you just say might be like you already didn't going, just going, write no, those no, I, did, I just went through and looked at some of the prices. I picked, pulled up an app and just saw some of the prices available. All right, good good weekend of racing, by the way. Woodbine Mile is really good up 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 at Woodbine. Did you see what happened at Thistle Downs? No, I didn't. Face plant. It almost made bad beats. It was just, it was too violent looking. Ugh, it's, Couldn't do I hate it. seeing that. Couldn't do it. Churchill opens up two good two year old races. Ooh. Might have to fire the TVG app up and send something, send, send, send something in from the bus. Twin Spires Saturday. app is incredible, by the way. Incredible. One of the best ones out there because I can watch every race and bet on it. What's better than that? Nothing. Right? Uh, only, uh, only a home team getting points. 
All right, so we mentioned the T-shirts. We got those. Shoot us an idea uh, how we should get rid of them, but we're going to brainstorm. Travis, our new uh, producer, you can yell at him on Twitter. Travis, I got this right, at Travis Rockhold, T-R-A-V-I-S-R-O-C-K-H-O-L-D. Yep, that's me. Oh, I forgot Eastern Michigan, by the way, in my picks as well. Right, Eastern I skipped Michigan. over that. But I mentioned them on the money line, right? So it's fine. Um, all right. So make sure you yell at Travis. Martin, like producer a, slash marketing director. All right, Bear, take us away. Stanford Steve and the Bear is brought to you by Allstate because mayhem on Saturdays in the fall is inevitable. Mayhem happens on the field, off the field, and in the polls. Mayhem lives in the wind, the rain, on the foot of an errant kick during a trap game. You'll find mayhem in the parking lot during tailgates, charcoal that's not totally out, and errant football through a window. Allstate protects you from mayhem in the parking lot and outside of it, at home and away. You can't stop mayhem from happening, but you can get better protected from it with Allstate. The potential for mayhem during the playoff race is important. Underdogs, trap games, unexpected weather. Get better protected from mayhem with Allstate. Contact your local Allstate agent today. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick that you can bet your condo on. Whoa. I think this is the first official one. It is. The the, the four the four tires post-Labor Day weekend rent a little sweat there last week late. Come back. Texas State yeah, was up 14 nothing, weren't they? Yeah, and, and then had Needed that one. late, late, late shenanigans. Had that pent as a loss. Um, it's Ohio State. He's with Travis. The home. He's not sucking up to the new producer, is uh, he? No, he got this in before. I know, I know. He's unaware of But there is a steamer, and it's Ohio State. What is it? Up to, it's up to 16, 16 now? half. I thought it was 14 when it opened, but yeah. I see. Yeah, actually, 16 I see 16 and a half. All right. You got your steamer. That's it. We hope. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll, he'll start out on a, on, a, on a good foot. Hopefully next week we'll have him on. By the way, ahead of the uh, absolutely Notre Dame Georgia game, we'll we'll do our best to get the uh, the steamer master there uh, in the mix here. I'm sure he'll have some some good thoughts on Georgia Notre Dame. Take us away. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win.